Hello, and what is up, everybody? I am Marty the Meat Man, one half of your hosts of Cross Court Coverage, your all-NBA Celtics-focused podcast. I am joined, as always, by my other half, my sister from another mister, Grace Roberts. Grace, how are we feeling today? I'm feeling sensational because this is the last preseason epi. After this, we will be able to talk about a, a regular season Boston Celtics game and a bunch of other uh, regular season games from other teams. So I'm feeling great, more alive than now, ever, even though I'm yeah. drowning in work. How are you, Marty the Meat Man, Mr. The Meat Man? Mr. The Meat Man, Mr. Celtics Dom Toretto. I am doing quite well. I uh, am also ju- juiced that the Celtics are done with the preseason. Our roster is lined up. We have two open spots. I We will get into who I think they're going to go to, but I the, the, the Bruins are playing. Baseball is nearly over. Football is not existent right now. I am leaning all my fandom on the Celtics right now. And you know what? I'm happy about it. I'm cool with it. Whatever. Forget the Patriots. It's Celtics season. <laughs> um, I do want to shout out uh, at the beginning of the pod. Normally we do it at the end, but I do want to shout out Primetime Productions, uh, Mama Bear, our production company. We are running a little bit of a giveaway. Uh, maybe some of you have already seen it on Twitter. The contest will be ending tonight when you are listening to this. So Sunday night, uh, the, the contest is basically you follow Primetime Productions at Primetime Prods on Twitter. Uh, you follow cross-court coverage at NBA cross-court. Uh, and you retweet the tweet. It's on our Twitter. It's on the primetime Twitter. I'm sure a whole bunch of our brother and sister pods are retweeting it. So if you see it, follow the instructions. You are going to be in the running for an NBA hat of your choice. It better be green. And by green, I mean Celtics, not Bucks. So it's pretty clear what kind of hat we're going to be giving away. But if you, for some reason, want a different hat, Fuck it. You can get it. Uh, there's a chance for anyone. So all you got to do is follow us, follow primetime, retweet the tweet. And uh, that's it. That's it. It's as easy as that. It's basically free money. <laughs> but in the world of the NBA, I think that we are going to focus this week first on NBA news and then really dive into the Celtics and the upcoming season and everything like that. Um, got a lot to say about the preseason, got a lot to say about the roster, but first and foremost, we got NBA talk to talk about things are moving and shaking in the league. It's almost party time for everybody. Uh, and you know, we, there's no shortage of news at this point. Uh, right now, the, one of the bigger stories, one of the uh, cornerstones of a quote-unquote dynasty. I'll put quotes around it because, you know, fuck them. Um, but one of the cornerstones of the Golden State Warrior dynasty, Clay Thompson, there has been, quote, absolutely no progress, whether in years or money, in contract talks for Mr. Clay Thompson. Grace, I'm going to let you lead this one off. How does that make you... How do you feel about Mr. Clay maybe leaving the Bay? <laughs> I mean, I don't, 
really sick and tired of I know that we're past the point of like when it was really fucking annoying that the Warriors existed and were just continuously good because they had the same core yep. and they added Kevin Durant and that was really annoying. So we're past that yep. point. So it's no longer <laughs> it's not as funny now. It's not as like good and entertaining for me. But there is still a piece of me from all of these years that is that feels just a little bit would feel a little bit rewarded if he left the Warriors. Because it would it would be a little bit gratifying to know that those days are really truly behind us. The, the Steph and Clay days. Yeah. Um, sorry if that makes Warrior fans upset. A, why? What do you expect? Number one. Number two. I've been very yeah. <laughs> open about my feelings about the Golden State Warriors, and I don't think I'm in the minority here. I really think everybody is sick and tired of this team. And has been for like 10 years. Yes, Queen. Pop the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I am in complete agreement. Um, like, I, I kind of just want to see the era end. I have no true problem with Steph Curry. He's just good. Um, but like the Dre and Clay nonsense that's attached to him, I could go without. Karen Thompson, of course you're going to argue about money in years, even though you're at the tail end of your con- like your your NBA playing career. Like, Yes, you are still a viable star in the league, but you also have to understand you have been second banana, and we're going back to that phrase because we proved it was real. Uh, you've always been second. <laughs> you've always been second banana to Steph Curry. Uh, I don't know where you think you're going to go and either one lead the team or two. Uh, be the guy or wh- who you want to now be second banana to. I have no idea or understanding. Um, you should take whatever money that, you know, Golden State is offering and, and run with it. <laughs> we're, we're well past the time at which Clay Thompson could have made a viable run on his own to go and be a star somewhere. We have passed that by a million years, Mr. Thompson. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, even like, yeah. you look at like the split ups, you know, James Harden leaving OKC very early on. Okay. There you go. He went from the star. You, I mean, you even look at, I would never, I'm not going to say anything about the Celtics stars, but that would be the equivalent of if, if like 15 years from now, Jalen Brown was suddenly like, oh, maybe I want to go and try and be a star on another team without Jason Tatum. Like that just, it's, it's too late. Like you, you, you made your right. bed. Now you have to lay in it. So I don't know. I guess yeah, but I guess you can go and and be a still a starter and be a, an okay player on another team if you want to. But I don't know why he would. Just if I'm him. Yeah. No, I don't get it. I, I if I'm Clay, I take whatever years and money they offer me and go. Thank you. Have a nice day. And just keep doing what you're doing. It's it's been built for their success. And you know, I don't think that he should let money or years really determine that because. Anywhere he's going to go, like the only person or the only teams that are going to offer him like crazy money are shit teams who need a quote unquote veteran presence like Charlotte or some shit like that. And it's like, Clay, you're not going to have any fun going there. <laughs> like you're not going to have any fun doing that kind of kind of job. Maybe he wants that. I don't know. But I just think it's funny that he's not taking the easy way out here and, you know, having contract debates like very very draymond of mr clay thompson <laughs> about a year ago we were talking about uh dre getting a supermax. like come on we we're not doing this <laughs> um 
but enough about Karen, enough about Mr. Thompson. Let's let's go over the, the next speed bump into getting into Celtics talk. We just, I feel like these are all just things in the way to get to the real meat of the of the conversation here. Um Kevin Porter, shithead, garbage. Um, he's been traded. He's been traded away from the Rockets. Uh, we were wondering if or when this was going to happen. Um, we were, we, you know, we, we didn't know who was going to be the team to pull the trigger. Um, and we thought it would be some organization with no moral compass. But kudos to the Thunder. Uh, they are the people who, quote, unquote, traded for Kevin Porter Jr., but have also said that they will instantly waive him once the trade is processed. So I'm pretty sure at this point, Kevin Porter is a free agent. Um, it will cause dead cap for OKC. Uh, they lose 15 million this year, 15.86 million this year, 1 million next year against the cap, but they get two draft picks. They're out there collecting draft picks. Like they're hotcakes. Like they have I, the most draft picks. In the next seven years, they move Aladipo and Robinson Earl to the Rockets. Uh, I don't know Robinson Earl's game, so I don't know if that's a good or bad thing for, for the Rockets. Um, I do know that Aladipo has been uh, an injury-prone, a little bit of a letdown. He hasn't really played all that much. He's been on the Heat. He's been on the Thunder. He's been on the Rockets. And now I just feel like he's ping-ponging around between the same teams wherever they feel need fit <laughs> yeah, which is fair. That's, that's fair. and and a lot of the injuries i'm i'm actually a fan of, of victor oladipo so i'm not gonna cast aspersions upon him but i do think that uh recent years it has no, been i have nothing party. bad to say about him it's... Um, i don't know i don't know that there was a whole lot of um do whatever they could with, with what they had <laughs> both teams so um but at least he's not going to be playing in the NBA, right. or he probably will be. If we're being honest, somebody will pick him up. But yeah, I, so I, that's now we're back in the same boat of okay, now no one has to trade for him. Who's going to sign him? Kind of thing. Charlotte, you're still number one on my list because you guys just don't care. Like you guys just don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. Twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty eight second round picks. I mean, like, I also don't know that it's like that great of a move for. Oklahoma like does uh, their picks their their draft selections they could be future players but like who do you think you're gonna get in 2027 and 2028 with Minnesota's second round pick and Milwaukee's second round pick <laughs> who knows um in other trade news just gonna keep just keep rolling with the punches in other trade news our guy friend of the pod James Harden <laughs> We love you, James. <laughs> um, the trade talk surrounding James Harden right now is that there is a sizable gap between the Sixers and the Clippers, and it has been this way for several months. <laughs> Again, we're just doing the thing where we pass off not news as news, but here we are. <laughs> um, he played zero preseason games. Uh, and he's been away from the team since the last episode that we dropped. <laughs> so it's nearly a week now that he had just hasn't been with the 76ers. Um, it's a quote-unquote personal matter that he is away from the team for. Uh, me and Grace were talking before the show. We don't want to, you know, 
say he's lying. We don't know. But... We don't know. <laughs> you know. We'll let you draw your own conclusions about no, it. We're, I, I, we're I just wanna, reporting. I want to agree with you. We're reporting. That yeah. <laughs> about the news that we're reporting. Okay. He's probably lying. Not to steer the witness, <laughs> but <laughs> probably, probably nothing going on over there. I'm pretty sure they saw him in Houston. Don't know what's going on in Houston. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's your uh, that's your James Harden update, everyone. That's what's going on in James Harden world. <laughs> uh, Nothing to report. It literally with with him, it is just another day. <laughs> another day in the James Harden office. <laughs> um. His teammate, his teammate, yeah, MVP, quote unquote, heavy on the quotes, heavy on the quotes. Um, <laughs> I mean, he really, he has the award. He, he got the trophy. I can't take it away from him, but um, Joel Embiid has some, some interesting fun news and then some interesting Possibly detrimental news, depending on who you root for and what you know about, you know, the teams and everything. Uh, the first bit of news is that he is going to be the Skechers brand athlete <clears throat> for their basketball shoe line that they are launching. Cool. <laughs> I'm immediately picturing the fucking, like, light up ones that i wore when i was like 10 see i was instantly thinking of the shape ups i was like please put this guy on the court in shape ups <laughs> <laughs> um but light up sneakers that would be fucking fine i mean honestly if they do light up sneakers for the nba fire well also add on that uh julius randall and terrence mann are also on sketchers lineup for people to push their product exciting very exciting. <laughs> There's one big name there. I feel kind of bad. They just stuck Julius Randle and, and Terrence Mann on there. Yeah, exactly. They're like, uh, yeah, can we get Embiid and whoever else will come along? It's fine. <laughs> the other news is rumor is is uh as as the the boys, Mr. Woj and Shams put it, scuttlebutt, which I had to look up the definition for. <laughs> but there's rumor that Joel Embiid wants to go to the Knicks. Uh, we've heard that he's not happy in, in Philadelphia. And the Knicks have no cap space right now. So I don't really know how it happens. Um, they're going to have to move on from like Julius Randle and a couple other pieces. Maybe get rid of Evan Fournier, the $19 million man. <laughs> um I don't, I don't know if I like the idea of Embiid in New York. Like, it it would work. It would work with Brunson. It would be a better a. It, it'd be better than Randall. <laughs> they can make it work. They can make it work. I, that doesn't particularly worry me, at least as a Celtics fan, uh, just because I'm not scared of Joel Embiid, um, no matter where he is. No. I, I, Right, we have Val Horford. We can just stop him. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
Um, Knicks Sixers, if you guys can can figure it out, go ahead. Be my guest. See what happens. Just watch. Just see. I just love that the Sixers are in absolute hell right now. There is no good situation for them. They're the two biggest names. Seem to want out. <laughs> yeah. Nothing good. Um sorry, Philly. I'm not really sorry, but uh it sucks. It's tough if you're your you know your cornerstones don't want to play for your fucking team. <laughs> Already, I mean it's not like maybe run a better not, organization, Daryl Morey. <laughs> it's, like, it's not like they've had success. I mean, you know, they've won what, like one or one to three NBA championships in their entire history, and now they're yep. their biggest opportunity drain. Yeah. We, they were supposed to trust the process, and now the process wants to go to the Big Apple. So, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um, speaking of past Sixer success, not that he won a ring with them, um, but past successful Sixer, uh, Grace. There's a guy who you don't like who is no longer in the league. Do you want to do a little happy dance or something? <laughs> you want to dance on oh. someone's uh, ending their career? <laughs> she is happy. Dancing, I saw that. Way, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, did, I did do a little, a little, let's go, you know, right when it happened. Uh... <laughs> 19 years. Played 19 years in the NBA. Iguodala. Mr. Andre Iguodala. Played for the Sixers, played for the Golden State Warriors. I don't know if he's been anywhere else. I feel like those are the two landing destinations that he had. Um, I like Iggy. I have no problem with Iggy. Uh, <laughs> I got to say sup to him in an airport. That was cool. <laughs> he was wearing an all gray outfit with his hood up, and I was like, that's Andre fucking Iguodala. Sup. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sup. And that was the whole conversation. Yeah, so he said sup and I said sup and then it, and it ended. <laughs> I wanted to be like, yo, I have a podcast. Want to come on? But like, I also didn't want to do that. <laughs> hey, my co-host hates you. Want to join us? <laughs> Good luck. Uh, my, uh, that's better than my, my singular uh like outside of a game nba player encounter was seeing marcus smart at logan and i just i was just my brother and i were like black god and and looked like idiots so you did better than i did staring <laughs> I, I you know quick sup that's all i can get out <laughs> gotta treat them like people because they're just people too <laughs> um there was, there is something going on with a Charlotte Hornet. Uh, I'm not too privy to the information, so I'm going to let Grace take the lead on this. But what's going on with Brandon Miller? What's uh, what's happening to him? Well, I mean, you know, already I don't, I don't think Brandon Miller had a lot of fans out there after uh, the incident when he was in college when he was involved. Obviously, there's debate about the extent to which he was involved in the death of a young woman criminally. And so her family has now filed a civil suit against several people, one of 
the defendant, no, yes, several people, and one of the defendants is Brandon Miller, um, which obviously is not, you know, it doesn't, you get charged if you are sued civilly, it's not really going to have, it'll be, it'll be, I'm hopeful for the family here that they will find justice. Civil suits are very helpful and wrongful death suits are good opportunities for families to get more answers and to find justice when the criminal system lets them down. So I am going to let the system play out, but Brandon Miller, you definitely had something to do with it. And that's really fucked up. It's really fucked up, man. So fuck you. Fuck the Hornets. Yep. You're on this. You're on the CCC shit list. Fuck the horn. Fuck the Hornets for collecting all the bad dudes. Like, what the fuck, what? guys? <laughs> purpose. It's got to be on purpose. Like, I don't know. Like, MJ was calling the shots a year ago. I would think that MJ doesn't want criminals on his team, but I guess not. I, I don't know. I don't get it. It's Lamelo and a whole bunch of criminals. I and that's why you don't win games because half your guys are suspended all the time. Doesn't equal W's. Dumb. Just dumb all around. Um, Brandon Miller, welcome to the CCC shit list. It's just growing. <laughs> At this point, every time someone does something stupid or dumb in the fucking league, you're added to the shit list. Um, I do hope that the family can, you know, uh, get some, you know, uh, what's the root? Restitution in you know, whatever they are looking for in facts and information. Uh, also, whatever monetary, you know, compensation that they can get out of this, good for them. Um, it's awful situation, uh, only made worse by the guy still skating through and being on an NBA team. Uh, we seem to keep hitting that, that narrative. Um, but unfortunately, we're not, well, not, un- not unfortunately, but we are going to always call that out. We are always going to speak on that. Um, and yeah, shitheads going to be shitheads and more people need to be okay with writing people off in the NBA or sports in general, but more people need to be like, you know what? You're a bad dude. I don't care that you're on my team. Fuck you. (laughs) Like if we had, uh, you know, if, if, uh, we had guys on the Celtics that, you know, were caught in fucking criminal charges or domestic violence or, you know, sexual assault allegations. Like, we'd hold them accountable, too. We really would. So we just happen to not sign people with a criminal past. And good on Brad for that. Another <laughs> uh, another name added to the list, which I think we should have, like, a PDF document or a fucking Google Doc at this point. Listen them all out just so we uh, have them yeah. on hand. Just fitheads. <laughs> the shitheads. Um, is that all the around the NBA talk that I have? I think it might be interesting. That means one thing and one thing only. It's Celtic talk time. <laughs> it's what everyone came here for. The 2023-2024 season is four days. Truck? Something. I don't know what that was. Something. (laughs) Something got loud over there. Um, The 
2023-2024 Celtics season is four days away from us recording and two days away from when the episode drops. That's how math and calendars work. I'm getting better at it. Uh, the preseason's over. We left it with one loss. I don't know. I don't remember. I think it was six. I think we were five and one at the end of the preseason. Um, the one one counts for something two. Something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we beat them by like 30. They couldn't even get 100 on us. <laughs> like, this is bad. Um, first big Celtics thing, news, blurb. Uh, Wenyan Gabriel, uh, the guy who we signed to be our, well, to try out to be our third center, uh, to be the backup to Chris Dobson, Al, and or Luke, and or whomever. We waved him goodbye. Uh, your performance in the preseason was no good, and we need good on our, t- on our route, uh, on our, we need good talent on our roster that was a tongue twister i don't care if you don't agree (laughs) i didn't know what you were trying to say like that one was so bad i didn't even know what you were going for so we need good talent on our our roster and then my tongue just got in the way of all of it (laughs) just Um, so he's gone. And I think the main reason that he's gone is because Namias Keda, and as I tweeted earlier, I mean, as CCC's admin tweeted earlier, <clears throat> Keda the killer is going to make the team. <laughs> I didn't slip up. No one heard it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, hell yeah. I mean, another one open, so I, I... he's been good, yeah, they keep being the way he is really solid. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, Luke, uh, has continued to not be great, which you know, I spoke about last episode, and I don't need to, you know, beat a dead horse. Uh, Luke, you haven't been great, um, and because you haven't been great. Um, and your poor play and not being good, uh, you're probably not going to be in the top 10 of the roster. You're probably going to be, you know, like an injury reserve or just like on the bottom end. You know what, Luke? You'll probably still be on the team. We're not going to get rid of you. But Mr. Kata came for that job and said, give me that. And I'm pretty sure he took it. Yep. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I love it. it. Nope, neither am I. I am all for it. He plays with tenacity. He plays attacking basketball. He's fighting for rebounds. He's gritty. He's my style of paint player, which I love. He's not letting old ball die. Um, shout out to Kata. I can't wait to see what he brings to this team when we need him in like backup minutes. Um, for the rest of our roster. Uh, you know, O'Shea Brissett's been on and off. He's kind of been struggling in the preseason to find his niche. Yes, niche in the on the team. Whatever he's he's bench depth. Like I'm not too worried about if O'Shea Brissett figures it out or not. Uh, 
Delano Banton sucked against the Knicks, but then had three steals against the Hornets. Up, down, all around. Again, a depth piece. Not too worried about it. Uh, Big PP. Shout out, Big PP. (laughs) Peyton Pritchard. That again, you shout out big PP. Big PP, shout out big PP. <laughs> big PP can't go wrong with a big PP. Uh, Peyton, Pr- <laughs> oh, Peyton Pritchard has cooled off a little bit, uh, but you know, still creating opportunities, still getting assists, still playing solid basketball whether or not he's lighting up the scoreboard or you know just creating for other people so i'm all for that um definitely worth the contract extension excited to see what it turns into in real basketball again it's a preseason can't make too much of it but we're still shouting big pp that's that's what we're gonna do here from the rooftops <laughs> from, from any mountaintop from every rooftop Got to, got to get the uh, the CCC admin on making big PP shirts. <laughs> CCC supports big PP. <laughs> Ask me about my big PP. <laughs> Celtics logo. <laughs> I love it. Um. Hard to, it's hard to, you know, get away from that. Uh, the big PP is unavoidable. Always on the mind. But on a more serious, <laughs> on a more serious note, we'll continue to talk about our roster. Lamar Stevens playing very well. Hopefully, he gets a roster spot. Would love to see him on the team. Next to Big PP <laughs> on the second unit. I feel like we said Big PP more this episode than we did on last episode that was named Big PP after Peyton Pritchard. <laughs> now I've been sitting on it. And now it's like, <sighs> wait, <laughs> that was so funny. You've been sitting on the Big PP? Did you just say that? There's no way that you just said you're sitting on the Big PP. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. So, oh my God, that's so fucking funny. But now I've been, I've been thinking about it. Thinking about the big PP. He's just walking right into it. The episode. <laughs> Ooh. Might have to do. I mean, I named this. The dog days are over. We might just have to name it Big PP Part Two. <laughs> oh. Anyways, the starters of the Boston Celtics. The starting five that Joe Mazzulla has been running. My starting five, by the way. Just say it. Just say it. 
down. I think we the, both uh... came down. I think we came down on the same yeah, I thing. know, I know. <laughs> In the end, I was just saying there was the door yeah. open. Yes. You know. The door was open to see Al Horford in the starting lineup, but I do think that Al coming off the bench is going to be fire. I think that giving him time to rest, giving him, you know, fresh legs to just pop into a game and do Al shit. Like we'll start him against the Sixers and we'll start him against the Bucks. Like he matches up against Embiid and Antetokounmpo like a madman. But every other team, we're going to be running that small ball. We're going to be running that D white drew holiday JB JT and Mr. Fucking unicorn shout out again to the meat man. The unicorn is real. They were always real. Put your fucking horns up. Cause he's legit. <laughs> Put your fucking horns up. Cause he's legit. <laughs> sure. Good. sure. That's all I, <laughs> which is good to see considering the uncertainty that existed and still it lingers, you know, knock on all the wood that I have here. Um, yeah. That it stays that way, but he looked good, looked healthy, which is really all I, all I could have asked for. But then for him to really, I think, level up and take that next step is even more significant. Uh, and probably. Yeah. I mean, he, has never been this open in his whole career. He has never had the the shot creating opportunities that he has had on this team ever. The, the fact that they have to guard Jalen, the fact that they have to guard Jason, the fact that he's a third option, bro, he's going to cook anyone that doesn't cover him. He like that has been his bread and butter this preseason. And I think that carries into the real season is that he's just going to be ass naked in the corner on the top of the arc in the paint anywhere. And he's a bucket is an instant bucket. And yes, knock on wood, knock on anything you have. We need him to stay healthy. We need him not to have the injuries linger or come up. But even if he has, you know, a day where he has to sit or anything like that, we do have Al Horford waiting in the wings. I love that. Um, and we have Drew fucking Holiday. Like, if if the third option isn't KP that night, Drew's the third fucking option. Come on. <laughs> fucking stacked we're talking here. We're talking about Drew Holiday. Derek White being your not as good players in your starting lineup? Are you serious? What a great problem to have. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we this is a a spoil of riches that we haven't seen in a long time. Like honestly, I love the 08 Celtics. They brought us a fucking banner. They brought us our first championship in a long time um and still since a long time. But there's a chance that this starting lineup is better than that starting lineup. I, I'm not going too crazy with it. I'm not going to say that it is better. But, my God. changed <laughs> a lot, obviously, so we don't, you know, it's it's a different look 
than right. we saw in 08. But for what the game is now, to Marty's chagrin, uh, it, it, it looks pretty good. Yeah. No, it works. It, we are a wagon. I have a note here that says starters are a wagon. <laughs> Everybody see my tweet? That dual parade in Boston that was supposed to happen last year? It's back on, baby. It's back on. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, yeah, I mean, brief sidestep. The Bruins look great right now. The Celtics look great right now. Boston, Causeway Street. Yeah, it's great. It's good out here on Causeway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that more or less is what's going on, is what's happening. Our first game is on the 24th. Uh, I believe that's Tuesday. I could fucking be wrong. It might be Wednesday. Um, but we play the Knicks. You and I both said that we lose to the Knicks in Madison Square Garden back when we predicted it. I want to call Meat Man from a couple weeks back a fucking liar. <laughs> a little switcheroo. I, yeah, uh, the more I watch this team, the more I look at what we have going on, we're going to be a problem until we verse like the big, like the big teams, like the Suns or Golden State or the Sixers or the Bucks. But like, it's not going to be the Knicks that fuck us up. Not right now. Not yet. Not, not, not at the beginning of the season. I don't know. Next you think time. we still lose? You think we still lose game one? I'm a stubborn because you so number one. Me. I'm like, I know I didn't know that, and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> because I, I know I'm having I'm getting a little recency bias here, as in like I just watch them play and I'm like, oh my god, there's no way they lose it's, a single game. This it's season. electric, right? I know, but <laughs> I'm trying to be realistic here. And I still think that while the starting lineup looks great, number one, they were playing the Charlotte Hornets. So, yeah. Uh, and I think that the Knicks are a playoff <laughs> team. I think the Knicks are a solid playoff team, not just a play-in team. So, you know, it's going to take working out the kinks. And, uh, I don't know. I'm I feel less confident than I did when I said that, for sure. But then again, when we made that list, we didn't have Drew Holiday. Yeah. Exactly, and that's why I'm I'm, I'm pulling away. I think I think that Drew Holiday moves that needle to fuck New York in the Big Apple. Your garden's fake. Our garden's real. I. I'm. You know, how, We're going 82 how messed up is that it? is that is where no. I am lining up. <laughs> Actually, 82 and 0. How how uh I have always thought it's pretty funny that I think just growing up in New England, it's been so much like the garden when we refer to the garden. And I'm fortunate enough that people know me down here that when I say the garden, they know what I'm talking about. But I feel like if I went elsewhere and said the garden, 
people would not know what I was talking about. Yeah, so I'm from New York, and the garden is MSG to everyone I know. To everyone I know and everyone I talk to, if I say the garden, they're like, oh, MSG? And I'm like, no, fuck that place. The house that Billy Joel built? No, fuck that place. <laughs> Looking at like, oh, man, I saw it for the NHL. I'd love to see it for the NBA. There was just like a, a Venn, not a Venn diagram, but like a diagram of the different types. So like which ones are arenas? And we are the only two gardens, obviously. But like, yep. I would like to know, there's like another, there's arena and then... No longer a palace. Gardens. But... I don't know if anyone. Yeah, I was gonna say there was a palace, but not anymore. Center. Center. Yep. No one says stadium, right? Because they're not stadiums. Well, while we get into our next topic, I'm this just gonna pull up a little. Uh, I'm gonna pull up a little list of them and see what I can do here. All right. All right. Um. Well, I think the next topic that we have is just checking in on our lovely listeners. Not viewers, not readers. Although you you do have the opportunity to read an article written by me, and I also will be writing another one wrapping up the preseason, but that's just a shameless plug, and I have no shame. So <clears throat> our lovely listeners have provided us with a question or two. And we will do the service of answering those questions or two. Um, the first one from Megan. I can't pronounce your last name. I'm so sorry. But it's Megan Holden Statler or Sattler from Voice of Pat's Nation podcast on the Primetime Productions Network. I apologize if I butchered it. You can correct me. I'll get it right next time. <laughs> um, but Megan asks, what has the preseason told you about the Celtics as a whole? Well, we dissected that a little bit. Um, and by that, I mean, we're going 82 and 0. Uh, we're breaking all the records. Everyone on our team is going to get an award. Um, and there's, we're going, actually, we're not going 82 and 0. Who said it earlier? Um, Dan Greenberg on Twitter said we're going 96 and 0, which I also agree with, or 98 and 0, because there's 16 playoff games you got to win to go to the championship and get the banner and everything like that. Yeah, 98 and 0 uh, is where I'm at, uh, which is super unrealistic. Don't drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> we are going to lose some games. It is going to suck uh, as good as we are. There's just, you know, any given night, any team can beat you. So there's going to be adjustments. Uh, but the biggest thing that I took away from the preseason. I was going to be slightly tangent, so I was, I was going, <laughs> I was going to say, do you know, I don't know if the, I don't know this, the answer to this fact. Has there ever been a team that in the playoffs has gone undefeated? I don't think so. I think I looked it up last year, um, because someone was near a historic run of like sweeping everyone. Um, I don't think so. I don't have the d direct answer for that, but I'm going to go with a. What's your big takeaway from the from the preseason? My biggest takeaway is that year two Joe Missoula is on his A game. Realistically, like if we're gonna you know take away the 82 and 0 and all the nonsense that I can spout, um, 
Joe Missoula has figured it out. Joe Missoula is a lot more confident in himself, uh, a lot more confident in his team, has a staff around him that supports him. Um, he successfully has reached out to alumni. Rondo was fucking at practice today. Come on, man. Like, the champions, the 08 champions are showing up and just coaching up and giving bits of information and, and, and insight and mentorship. Joe is creating lineups and actually like test. He did exactly what I wanted from the preseason in testing out the bench depth and in testing out who we have and, and seeing what works and what doesn't work. And with Brad at his wayside or that's not the right way to use wayside with Brad at his side. <laughs> uh, I know I corrected it. You didn't have to correct my grammar that time. I got it. <laughs> With Brad at his side, uh, Joe has had some roster shakeups and has seemed to figure out what's going to work best um, and who fits best and who needs these minutes. And like, yes, we don't know the exact roster lineup or the rotation yet, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see what year two Joe brings to the table. I'm excited to really see him in his comfort zone, which I think he has now found. One, two, two things. One, no, no team has ever gone 16 and 0. Just because these things would bother me if a podcast host brought them up and didn't answer them. Get this though. There's uh multiple field houses. Okay. <laughs> and there's multiple forums. FedEx forum where the Grizzlies play, Fisser forum where the Bucks play. Um Mortgage Field House, Cavs. And wait, there's one more field house. There's one more field house. Don't everybody hold. Bridge field house where the Pacers play, but that's nobody what gives we call the the ice rink in the in my college. Yeah, no, that's a field this house is a is a. I I wouldn't think of that as like an arena, but anyway, uh, takeaways from the preseason. Too excited uh, about the season. I know I need to cool off because I will set myself up for disappointment. Um, but my optimism is rubbing off on you. <laughs> Uh, I'm blaming the Celtics. Uh, I'm blaming Brad Stevens for creating this roster. Uh, but I think that uh, across the board, it's it's good to not only see like have such massive roster turnover, especially with the loss of players like Marcus Smart and Robert Williams III. It can be frightening to wonder how that is going to go and the chemistry um and i'm not saying that it, it has to be right away but it looked pretty good considering the losses that we we suffered this summer um and so i owe that in large part yes to the players but i think you're totally oh, yeah. right you have to owe a lot of it to brad stevens and joe Missoula for knowing the players they were putting on the roster knowing the players that they had um and putting them in positions to succeed with each other so that's very reassuring and it's good to know that Maybe there won't be as big of an adjustment period as we thought there would be. Um, so I feel good about that. That's my yeah. big takeaway. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, a couple weeks ago, we didn't know. We, before the preseason, we had really no idea what it was going to look like, what, how it was going to shake out. 
And to come out of the preseason with this much confidence, I know it's like me looking over the rainbow and you know, looking for a pot of gold. Ha! Celtics That's reference. Okay. Nice. That one's um, not. Looking over the rainbow? Over the rainbow? There's a, yeah, there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow are there but that's definitely not the expression <laughs> <laughs> whatever we just make martyisms i'm just gonna make shit up there i make up sayings and then prove that they're real <laughs> um but yeah no i mean over the moon is another way to say it um yes i'm very very excited for what this team has to bring us and what this season's going to look like we're going to lose some games. I have to just keep reassuring myself that that is the reality. Because um, if I don't, I'm going to fly away over the rainbow. <laughs> um, so thank you, Megan, for the, the preseason uh, question. And then our other question, the one of the, the, the second of two, cheese, uh, eucalyptus Richard, Mr. Philly cheesesteak himself. That little, uh, we need. We looked up the genus and species. I forgot what it was. I don't know the the verbiage. <laughs> not marsupial, not rodent. Um, Philly asks us since the last episode. Uh, yeah, try again. Since it's the last episode of this. Since it's the last episode before the season starts, let's run the gambit. Give your season awards, including All-Star MVP, finals predictions, obviously with two versions, the Celtic one and the non-Celtic one. Keep it spicy. This will be fun to look back at later. We always keep it spicy, Philly. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, we'll start with the finals predictions, uh, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go into awards. Uh, First, your Celtics. I feel like we did this a couple episodes ago, but I don't recall who I lined up against the Celtics, and I don't recall who. Oh, I think I remember my other one, but um, we'll do it again because fuck it. That's what we're here for. Uh, your finals with the Celtics and without the Celtics, what does it look like? Okay. Pop out a little bit, but I feel pretty good about it. So I'm going with it. Without the Celtics. Okay. In the world to say that it's going to be the Bucks. So I'm not going to do that. I'll stick with the Nuggets. Obviously, <laughs> it doesn't change. Okay. Okay. Why not? Why not the Cavs? What do you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> I got in a Detroit Detroit debate and I had to shout you out in it. <laughs> I was like, one, I listen to Eminem all the time. I know how to say Detroit. And two, my co host went to school at Michigan, go blue, in Detroit. <laughs> Literally the name. Like, it's, it's right there. <laughs> yes, sir, nerd. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, my um my Celtics finals is going to be against the Suns because they're the other wagon. I think that the Suns have a team, as I said a couple episodes ago or last episode, can't recall. There, it's all blur now. But the Suns are fucking stacked. <laughs> like their starting lineup is as scary as ours. They have depth now that they made that trade to move Aiton. Um, I think that the Suns will roll through the West as hard as the West is going to be. Uh, push comes to shove, they just have killers on their starter lineup. Like if a, a, there's a bad Brad Beal game, you have KD and Kevin or and Devin Booker. If you have a bad Devin Booker game, you have KD and Brad Beal. If you have a bad KD game or he's sitting out for half the season, you still have Bradley Beal and Devin Booker. Like, that's a good problem to have out there in Phoenix. <laughs> um, but if I'm going non-Celtics, if I'm taking it away from us, somehow, some way, we don't make it there. Um, well, one, I'll be super depressed, so that'll be fun to report and record. <laughs> but two uh i'll switch it up uh, i'm gonna kick the suns out and say that the nuggets come for a back-to-back uh and it'll be nuggets versus the i don't think miami will do it i don't think the sixers will do it and the bucks are like an interesting team to like put up there. But again, I agree with you. I can't say that I want to see the bucks in the finals. If I'm being realistic, I probably would say the bucks, but I'm, I'm choosing not to be realistic because that's what I do. Then I'll go with realism. And I will say if the Celtics somehow fall, the bucks pick up the pieces. Ew. Um, and they'll play against the Denver nuggets and the Denver nuggets will be back to back champions. So, <laughs> is known for his realism if you couldn't tell yeah <laughs> over the rainbow it was all where all the realism lives <laughs> um but award time uh who do you have as the mvp of the 2023 2024 season i have several bets that are Two years away from running out of time right now. So I have to say, <laughs> it's my whole best. My favorite Celtic. I'd love to see it. I would love to see it. And I, and I, and I think he has, I think he has, you know, the tools and the pieces around him to make him the most valuable player in the league. Um, That was going going to be my pick but just for the sake of you know shaking it up uh i'm going to say that the most valuable player this season will be none other than the horseman himself coming back from losing it last year and taking it away from joel the troll Embiid. Nikolai Jokic will be your season mvp if it's not jason tatum <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about. It. I mean, I'd be mad about it because it's not Jason Tatum, but I wouldn't be mad about it. I don't like. I don't dislike Jokic. I, I love the Joker. I love everything about him. 
Yeah. <laughs> How many times did he think about basketball this offseason? Not at all. <laughs> that is the MVP mentality I want. <laughs> Good. You know, I, if I were any still other NBA be great. player, yep. I'd be pissed off. I'd be like, "How is this dude fucking doing this shit?" Yup, just racing horses in his fucking off time, and still crazy good at basketball. Love you, Joker. Keep doing what you do. <laughs> um, the second award. I feel like we've debated it a couple times. Um, and Philly really wants me to talk about this one. Rookie of the year. I have my answer. It's it's gonna be the answer that people don't want to hear. Uh, I just I just think it's inevitable. I do think it's gonna be Victor Wembanyama. Oh, <laughs> boring! It's boring. It's boring, but it's true. I'm sorry, folks. No, I mean the kid. He looks. The kid has game. He's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like how else to put it? He's he's passing the eye test. Like I, I like we said an episode ago. You, you know, you made me eat my words. The kid looks good, um, but because I won't pick, 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 I won't put, <laughs> I put pick and put together, <laughs> pick. <laughs> because I won't put Victor Wembanyama, Wembanyama as the rookie of the year. Uh, that falls on. It could be Chet Holmgren. It could be Scoot Henderson. It could be one of the Thompson brothers. Uh, I'm going with Scoot Henderson as your NBA Rookie of the Year. I think Scoot, with the newly constructed Portland Trailblazers, Malcolm Brogdon to show him the show him the ropes, DeAndre Ayton to keep him humble, uh, Rob Williams to do Rob Williams things. I think that he's got some quality veteran NBA players around him and his name's not Victor Wembanyama so that's why he wins the award <laughs> uh, it's not a bad pick six man speaking of Malcolm Brogdon six man of the year wouldn't it be awesome if it was Al Horford <laughs> 37 year old Al Horford six man of the year <laughs> while I could have said Russell Westbrook but things have changed a little bit just being a Russell Westbrook stan uh, but I guess I could say quickly I could say I don't know what Brogdon is going to be, but I, I presume he probably starts, so I don't know if I could say that. Um, Hachimura. Uh, I'll, go quick, okay, really? I'll go quickly. I'll go quickly. But that one's up in the air for me. That one could go a lot of ways. That one could go a lot of ways. Um, Rui's a good, a good option. Hachi, uh, Hachimura is Rui. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You know, who knows where Malcolm Brogdon lines up. I think that he'll be the starter, but um, he's another option maybe again. Uh, but I think that my sixth man of the year is going to surprise people because you have to remember that he won't be starting 
once someone returns. Marcus Smart will be your sixth man of the year. Wow, that's not what I thought you were going to say, but wow. (laughs) Yeah, I think once Ja comes back, he'll be coming off the bench leading the second unit. Marcus Smart. I gotta gotta give my man a shout out. <laughs> That's a good prediction. I don't hate that. I thought you were gonna say Chris Paul. I feel pretty no. Ew. <laughs> He's old and washed. No way. No way. Not Chris Paul. <laughs> um, I think that we have three more. If you if we do defensive player of the year. Uh, bah, 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 bah. clutch player of the year and all-stars MVP. So defensive player of the year. Go. <laughs> uh, nope. I think there's, a, I think it's, it's going to be the one good thing about defensive. There's no, now the two most recent, like, yeah. The two most recent defensive players of the year are on the same team. Yep. So the thing about defensive player of the year is that you don't really take that away from each other. because um, you can both be great exactly. defenders on the same team. Um so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Joel. Oh ew. <laughs> <laughs> not getting the MVP, and I think that it's going to be a little bit of a pity award, but I think I can see it. Disgusting. Thank God that I'm going to make our listeners happy. I think that Defensive Player of the Year is going to be none other than no, I'm not going for Marcus Smart for two different awards. No, I'm not going for Jaron Jackson with the repeat. I'm going with Mr. Smooth head, freshly shaved, Derek White as your defensive player of the year. Haters going to come at me for it, but that guy is a weapon. That guy, especially since he doesn't have to create, especially since he doesn't have to, you know, be a shot taker on the starting lineup of the Celtics. I think he's going to lock down and really hone in on defense this year. Um, and you know what? He deserves it. He was all NBA defense uh, second team last year, which was a snub because he had 82 blocks, which is the most blocks out of any guard. Uh, he should have been first team, but whatever. He's getting the award this year. Derek White is going to be a beast on defense. I believe it. I believe it. Clutch. Who's got the most clutch who is the clutchiest clutch player of the year last year was De'Aaron Fox which like yeah he I don't know if clutchiest is a word (laughs) um but De'Aaron Fox was a dagger last year De'Aaron Fox out of nowhere could win you a game so who's who's this guy who's the guy this year to be the most clutch player for their team and for the league Favorite players. SGA. 
Hell yeah. Okay. All right. I could get behind that. I could get behind that. Wasn't my pick, but I can get behind that. My pick. I think he's uh, a little dusty, a little older, but he's still clutch as fuck. It's going to be Steph Curry. Okay. I feel like there's going to be some close games that the Warriors could win or lose, and it's going to be all on Steph's shoulders, and he's going to pull out nine times out of ten. I got I got I got Steph Curry for the clutch guy. Because he's not MVP anymore. Like he doesn't I like the clutch award. I think it's fun. I do too. I think it's a cool I like that they added it. Um, I think that it, you know, it's a good hat tip to to players who really make a difference for their team and make a difference in the win loss column. Um, so the last one that we haven't covered could be Derek White. If you're if you're looking at Game Six of the Miami Heat series, it is Derek White. <laughs> if you use that one game sample size, it is Derek White. Hey. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I actually lied. So there's two MVPs left. There's there's All Star MVP, and then Finals MVP. So, um, there's technically Western Conference and Eastern Conference MVPs, but I'm not I'm not going to split hairs here. Um, All Star MVP. I'm just going to go and say it. Uh, Tatum is getting it again. There's no there, no no one cooks no one cooks in the All Star game like Jason Tatum. He loves to show out and show up, and it's East versus West this year. He's going to ball. Jason Tatum, all-star, MVP, two years in a row. Big deuce. I like that. I like that. I like that. I got to do something, though. Like, I almost could say SGA again, but I'm not going to. That's boring. Like, like a Donovan Mitchell. Ooh. Okay. He could show up. He definitely could. He would be stealing it from Tatum, which would make me sad. <laughs> hey, Tatum. I can't say Tatum. I'm, I'm already biased. I already said that Tatum was going to win the MVP. I got to calm down. Right. <laughs> I like Donovan Mitchell as a choice, though. I mean, he's going to be the leader of that Cavs team. He's going to lead them to, to the playoffs. So for him to lead Team East, I could see it happening. My non-Celtics playoffs also to the finals, apparently. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> um, last, certainly not least, the team's going to raise the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the year. Who is your finals MVP? I have Celtics. for this. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Should I do my Celtics one first or my other one first? Do your Celtics one first. First Celtics podcast. (laughs) As the finals MVP. Wow. Okay. 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 So my Celtics pick is going to be Christoph Porzingis. 
Full circle. Full. Get added to the team. New guy. Figures it out. And is just, like I said, he's going to be open all the time. So why not be the leading scorer? I'm sure he'll grab a fuckload of rebounds. I'm not trying to take it away from Tatum. I'm not trying to take it away from Jalen Brown. Honest to God, like I would love to see Jalen Brown as the finals MVP just to like yeah. make up for the last playoff run. Um, the trophy in his left but KP, hand. I think, as a finals number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If JB wins it, he should definitely hold it with his left hand. Look how strong it is. <laughs> so then, non Celtics finals MVP could be any one of the other three teams that we listed in our finals. Yeah. I don't want to just be a boring person and say, which I'm not going to. Who says no? Okay. Okay. Who says no? Why not, Jamal Murray? Why not? Number 27. Where's one of the where's one of the better numbers in the league, in my humble opinion? Um <laughs> uh my yeah, that's that's all you have to base it off of. It's like when you pick a horse in a race, you just go, I like that name. <laughs> um my non-Celtics. MVP is going to be. Oh, I think that I said that the Nuggets would beat the Bucks, and I said we would play against the Suns. And I don't want to say KD. And I don't want to say Joe Kitch or Murray. So I'm going to go with Devin Booker is your finals non-Celtic finals mvp okay. all right why not why not put up, not kevin put up seven. yep i couldn't do it i thought about it the whole time you were thinking of it and i was like i don't want to say kevin duran i can't fucking say kevin duran i won't do that <laughs> yeah um but those are the awards philly if we missed any sorry you can call us out um Tell us an award we missed. We'll cover it. Um, but thank you for the question. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see uh, when. Philly messaged me and said that he uh, he should get producer creds for giving us so much content. So shout out Philly for always giving us content. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shout out Philly for always uh, week in and week out proposing questions and giving us something to talk about. You were a real one. I don't know if we can put a producer hat on uh, an animal, but we'll find one that fits. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that was our questions. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Philly. Uh, I have a trivia question for you. Okay. I like trivia. I can do trivia. You name teams in the NBA that don't end in S? That don't end in S. Okay. Um, every team that just popped in my head has an S at the end of it. It's off to a great start. <laughs> um, the Heat. What? 
are one of them. The Thunder are another one. The Ooh, damn. I'm trying to look at a map in my brain. Right? That's really. what I do too. <laughs> Jazz. Three. This is the one I always forget. And then. Uh, da, 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 da. They're what? They're red? Oh. I thought you said they they were red in a color i was like oh okay well now i can only see red teams god damn it um <laughs> heat jazz thunder i'll give you a hint okay one state has three teams across the big 4 the big four leagues in one state. Three teams. I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm going to be so pissed. Florida. Florida. Magic mother. There you go. <laughs> That's a good one. Right? That's a good. That's a good trivia question. Do it with uh, all the four, because there's like I think there's twelve total. Maybe there's like nine across all the sports leagues: baseball, basketball, hockey, okay. football. So I was doing that the other day, but then I figured that that uh, you would appreciate because the one that the one that got me was I didn't I couldn't think of magic. I blame stuff. That mascot just always throws me off my game. <laughs> He haunts my nightmares. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's that's the rap sheet. That's everything I had written down. That's all the questions we had. That is the finale of the dog days, ladies and gentlemen. Summer's for? over. What's your, what do you what are you most excited for for this season? For this first, this first little go-ahead, what, what's going to be the best part of watching that opening night game for the Celtics? I mean, I think that burning down Madison Square Garden and making sure that none of those idiots go outside and do bing memes and TikToks and all the, the fucking whatever the shit. Oh, Knicks are back, baby. Like, I can't wait yeah. to say the Knicks aren't back. <laughs> <laughs> that For game one, that is the biggest thing that I am looking forward to. It's just reminding New York that they are not back and we are them. <laughs> what about you? I would say I'm really excited for our first home game. I think it's going to be so electric. But for that first game, I am so excited yes. to all the players that we love. Morning still the ones that we lost. But Yep. So good to have the last taste in my mouth not be game seven against the Heat. Correct. As a yeah. It is a clean slate. It is a fresh season. We get to put the Heat behind us. 
yeah, we didn't make it. On to the next one. As Bill Belichick would say, we're looking at the Knicks. <laughs> On to the Knicks. It is in our rear view. We can't hold up a trophy that we didn't even get to compete for. That's fine. But God damn it, are we coming for it this year? <laughs> I am ecstatic that we are so close to the kickoff of the, not even just us the kickoff of the whole NBA season baby I am so happy we made it we went through the dog days we talked about Dame Lillard and James Harden so fucking much that our ears started to bleed <laughs> We covered all this news that wasn't news. And now we get to talk about the real deal NBA and Boston Celtics. And I am hyped. So hyped. Um, hell yeah. Let's fucking go. Uh, I might slip some Florence in the machine either in the beginning of this or the, at the end of this. Fuck copyrights, whatever. Dog days are over. I'm playing it. <laughs> it's been going on in my head for so fucking long. Um, I want to shout out the listeners. I want to shout out my co-host. I want to shout out Primetime. Again, Primetime Productions running that giveaway. Follow at Primetime Prods. On Twitter, follow at NBA Crosscourt on Twitter and retweet the giveaway tweet. And you, it's that easy. Just a couple buttons you got to click. Just move your mouse, click, click, click. Boom, you're in the running for a hat. Any NBA hat you want. If it's not the Celtics, I will sign it with a giant fuck you on it. I am not going to touch the hat. I don't have no con no control over what's going to be on this hat. <laughs> but if I had an option and it wasn't the Celtics, I would write fuck you on it. Love me, man. Um, but no, you are entitled to whatever hat you want if you are the winner. Um, follow Primetime all over the place on Instagram, primetimeprods underscore. Uh, check out the website, primetimeproductions.net articles of all the sports i had a burp i had two <clears throat> articles <laughs> articles for all the sports podcasts for all the sports our brothers and sisters are creating great content out there for your listening viewing reading pleasure check us out grace one last time before the season starts I am Marty the Meat Man. She is Grace Roberts. We are cross-court coverage. Let's go Celtics. Say it with me, Grace. Go Celtics. Or go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out, people.